Hi, everybody. Listen, okay, so I need you all to go on your computers, get in a chair, get nice and comfy, go to your little your little bar where you put in your little addresses and type in www.patreon.com slash gagpod. That's www. I don't know why I said it like a question. That's definitely fucking it. www.patreon.com slash gagpod because um i'm desperate for fans and followers and people who like scary movies and i need you to validate the joys in my life um because they're the joys in yours too right sure that's why you're listening to this either that or you just love me so so much and love hearing my voice obviously um that's not it it must be the movies that you love so you know what go to the website and check out what's there you know, check out my articles. I write some dumb stuff up there. You can also check out my Twitter at Joshua Simon Says. I write even dumber stuff over there. You can like and subscribe to this podcast on whatever application that you're using to shove it into your ears and into your brain pockets. I don't care as long as you're listening to it. You know, get those numbers up. And uh, again... You can find me at Joshua Simon Says on Instagram, on Twitter, and you can mm, like and subscribe to The Gag, a spoopcast on Podbean. And also, I'm singing because there was definitely something I forgot. Leave a review. And tell your friends. Tell tell everybody. Tell your enemies. Tell, tell your pets. Tell your pets and leave my podcast on for them all day um my voice is very soothing to animals um hello if you are a dog or a cat i love you and you are perfect and i hope that you have a great day while your owner is probably in the other room working honestly are you all actually going out to work i i know i i know i have to but uh yeah i hope the rest of you are staying indoors you know because why go outside? The virus is out there. <laughs> okay, anyway, I've gotten off track. I hope that you listen to the rest of this episode about Reanimator with Alani Cooper. She's great. She's funny. She's, she's, a, she's a damn internet sleuth. You'll see what I mean. She's a riot. Enjoy this episode on Stuart Gordon's Reanimator. And uh, follow my shit. Okay, bye. Look at you figuring stuff out. Figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's start it. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to <laughs> The Gag, a spoof cast where I, Joshua Simon, talk about queer things and horror things and queer horror things, like a vampire who sucks on your neck and you're like, it's okay, bitch, I'm on Truvada. Um, my spoofer special guest mm-hmm. is here all the way from her place via via the zoom to talk about reanimator it's very very funny comedian alani cooper how are you hi i'm good thanks for having me thanks for doing this um i i heard you were busy working the nine to five like all of us who are like being forced to go back to work during a pandemic which is wild Mm -hmm. but i'm glad you're able to make time for uh spoopy movies do you watch horror movies a lot I do. Um, I watch, I try to watch the new one like once a week. So. Anything other than this one that you've been watching recently? Any, you've been gagging on any horror movies? Yes. Um, I watched this one called Revenge and you can find it on Shudder. <gasps> it's about yes. this girl whose bitch ass boyfriend. Oh wait, excuse me. This I have girl- an episode on it. I did an episode what? on it. Yeah, I did know. an episode. So you I did know. an episode with, it's all about, it's a rape revenge movie. And yes. I did an episode on it with a, a colleague of mine whose job it is to like stage those types of scenes on um, like for live theater. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this movie is very intense. Revenge is French, right? Revenge. Yes. Revenge, revenge. What, however the French say it. It's, it's fucking crazy. 
Um, but it's so graphic. And I was like, they must have, I hope they rehearsed. Honestly, yeah, she, but it's, it's really good. It's just, it's disturbing, so but it's disturbing. good. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. And it's also like, it's directed by a woman and it's very much from her point of view, which those types of movies often aren't. So that was refreshing. Yeah, I appreciated that. Do you enjoy watching movies where straight men get their just desserts? <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things. Like I watched this show called Deadly Women or and um my favorite episodes are like the ones where they get revenge on like their their cheating husbands. This one lady like took out her her husband who she found out he was like a pedophile, so she <gasps> killed him. Good. Oh my god. Yes, bitch, kill that man. Kill him. Is kill this- him. Is this like real life? Yeah. Um, forensic crime. files type, like mm-hmm. true crime stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's twelve seasons. I've seen them all. Oh man, people are watching so much true crime that horror movies like can't keep up with the real shit that that they're making documentaries on. For real though. It's wild that people were against horror movies for so long. When now you can go on Netflix and you can see a seven part docu series about a man who ate his children or something and <laughs> sorry what were you saying no I was just agreeing um I think like yeah with the internet and its vast resources I learned all about Jeffrey Dahmer and his entire life within like a month yeah. and that's some fucked up shit Jeffrey was just eating people he had them in the fridge he, he was had saving them everywhere them. He, he was had having them in the he had like a shrine to one dude. He had them in the fridge. He had them in the freezer. He had them in the kitchen sink. It was like, he was having people for leftovers. Like <laughs> he was having cock sandwiches. It was too much. It was oh my god! Like, oh. oh, they and they were like and like there were. I was way too young to remember it, but it was all over the news. And I remember a lot of people were saying, "Oh, well, he was already a pervert because he was gay," and I'm like, "No, no, no, he's a pervert because he's." eating men <laughs> well, not even physically just, not eating even, them not even just eating them even though that's probably the most egregious part but like he tried to lobotomize one dude oh. well he actually he lobotomized a couple of his victims and like, what some of the victims could have been saved by these like two cops but the yeah, cops they were gave them back. they gave him they fucking gave him back because they were convinced they were just a, a runaway gay couple and Oh, that pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> Little fourteen-year-old La- Laotian boy. They just oh were like, "Oh, God. they're gay people having a tryst, and we don't want to get involved." I was like, uh, what the fuck? They were joking about like reuniting them. It was messed the fuck up. It really was messed up. They, I hope they should have lost their jobs, to be honest. But I know they didn't. Of course not, because they didn't kill anybody. <laughs> and even if they did, they still wouldn't lose their jobs. No, they. Actually, they could have killed that boy and gotten away. <sighs> I maybe, maybe, maybe Jeffrey Dahmer, if nothing else, was like, okay, so guys who fuck guys, maybe we don't agree with it, but at least they're not eating each other like this Jeffrey Dahmer motherfucker is. So maybe a few Christians were were swayed by that being in the news. They're like, well, maybe eating ass isn't so bad if you're not actually eating it <laughs> like with a fucking knife and a fork <laughs> would ass even taste good i don't think it would well if you clean right. it <laughs> no, I don't know. oh you I mean like think... if you actually eat yes. are we talking about just eating ass or eating ass at this point i don't like, even know like we're talking eating ass on jeffrey's terms oh, i don't okay. think that would taste dumber like no, I don't think so either. Um, I have no desire to know what human flesh tastes like, and I don't really know who does. <laughs> but there are some people who, like, I don't know, you can find out on the internet. There are, like, people who wrote, I tasted human flesh, and here's my experience. You can find whatever the fuck you want on the internet anymore. <laughs> that is so true. Like, <sighs> I mean... You can find out whatever you want to. I had this one guy, he ghosted me, right? But mm-hmm. I found out, I met all of his siblings via the online interwebs, and I found out that the reason why he was being so closed off is because his last partner came out as non-binary, left him for a woman, and that turned him off emotionally 
to wanting a new relationship because he was scared that if he got a new relationship, the same thing would happen to him again. And also I found out where his ex's little sister works, which is not that far down the street from me. Oh. Never had to ask him about any of this. It's just all, you can find it on the internet. It's just so easy. <laughs> yeah. If you just do some cross searches between like Facebook and Twitter and their Instagrams and some Google searches, you can not only find out where they work, but how long they've been there and like their coworkers and see like why he's Venmoing his coworkers money for pretzels and he's not Venmoing oh you God. money. <laughs> yeah, you can find out. <laughs> I just love it because I'm remembering like I wasn't like that, but we all had that friend in our friend group who was like the detective. Yeah, I'm that And they were, yeah, you are that friend. They were really good at just finding like, oh, well, on their Instagram, they say that they were here, but on their Facebook, they say that they're here and they checked into here on, on, on Twitch like five hours ago. So like. So clearly. They spend seven hours a day at the Starbucks. <laughs> so you can find his ass. Yeah, I know where he is. He just doesn't like. The Starbucks on Fenton. He's right there. <laughs> I can also see him. He's outside the window wearing a blue shirt he kind of looks a little grubby today but that's fine we all have our off days it's cool i broke into a traffic camera don't ask how <laughs> excuse me oh boy um or why how do you even do that wait well I, different I, episode. i'm kidding i'm kidding i oh. i just have seen i i mean some people are like that kind of detective but most people are just like no he he's on venmo doing all sorts of dumb shit yeah that's that's Paying people for fried shrimp emoji every two weeks. Don't know what that means. Bet it's for drugs. I, it's probably for drugs. Yeah, that's. If you were to Venmo somebody drugs, what emojis would you use? The heart emoji. Oh, because um, you love drugs. For <laughs> them, I would use the eggplant emoji. That would throw people off. They'd be Ooh, like, "Why is Alani paying for dick? That don't make no sense." And that's Heart's not what I'm paying for. Paying for drugs. <laughs> But they'll be like, ooh, have you heard? Alani pays for pays for dick. And they'll be like, well, thank God she's not on drugs. Honestly. Could be worse. Although, you know, during, and you're like, just kidding. I get the dick for free. The drugs are a bonus. During quarantine, it got to that point where I thought about paying for dick. Like, oh, no. was getting to that point. Um, Did you have, like, a quarantine buddy where you could go over, they could come over, and you weren't seeing nobody else, or was that um, not on the table? I did in May, and then, like, he's really smart, like, he's, like, a med student or whatever, Hmm. and, like, things kind of tapered off because he was like, I have to study for the MCATs or whatever, and I was like, That sounds important. Important. So, like, it's bitchy to be like, stop paying attention to me so he could study but that's like right. that's what happened <laughs> so that, I, was, I bet he i bet he's he's used that i'm studying for the mcat every year since 1988 <laughs> oh he's younger than me so oh, like never I, mind <laughs> he's like he's like 20 22 no he just turned 23 well hey he might be the doctor that cures the coronavirus so you so yeah, you're being so. you're being really brave for your sacrifice for sacrificing that dick for the greater good. Y'all better be grateful when he comes yeah. up with her, is all I can say, because it's been rough over here. Yeah, tell us his first and last name again. No, I'm kidding. I just... <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Have you been gagging on anything else? I mean, I ask all my guests this, of course, but what turned you gay this week? Anything in particular? Make you feel um... extra gay? found out that Beyonce is going to be doing like her own version of The Lion King and it's supposed to like be a musical it's like set in Chicago and I was like Beyonce musical Lion King oh my Chicago. god no, no. <laughs> you had me until Chicago now I'm lost like why is she doing it but all in Chicago um it's that's set in Chicago it's like it's based there I don't think they actually filmed it in Chicago so it's, it's based like in an Chicago urban, yeah it's an retelling urban. Mm-hmm. of the lion king in chicago in the, in, in the city cool. wow and she's playing all the parts or no she's just producing it i think um i think she's producing it i know that she wrote all of the songs in it and it's going to be released on disney plus um which i how have, have i not heard about this this is beyonce I news I, I just found this out on monday and i, was I don't like, want to hear about more dying people who cares tell me about beyonce 
That was exactly. Rude. But we all need a little bit of good news. John Krasinski, tell us about Beyonce once in a while. Right? Like, she's just so lovely and perfect. Um, but I'm bracing myself for all the people who are going to be like, it's not going to be that good because honestly, my own, the only song of Beyonce's that I like is like irreplaceable or whatever. The rest of her music is like not that good. Why do people think it's edgy? Why do people think that not liking something is a personality now? If you're just like the one person who comes out and says, I don't even like Beyonce that much, that suddenly that means you're, you have a person. I don't know. That means, you know what it means? It means absolutely jack shit. Really nothing. Nothing at all to me. It means you have no taste in music and you're sad and you're lonely and you always will be. So you, so you would fall on a sword for Beyonce in that that makes you feel a little gay. It makes me feel a little gay too. I would fall on a sword for Beyonce just because she's important. She's that important. I for her. Like, she's literally not allowed to die. Like, I feel like if it comes to the point where we have to force people to like sacrifice themselves for Beyonce to continue living, that's fine. I mean, can you imagine the shrine you'd get? Like if you were, if you were like a, a Zoom comedian who died trying to save Beyonce or if you you saved her life like you'd be immortal her next album would just be named Elani that's so sexy honestly and every track would be titled Elani thank you (laughs) or thank you Elani I'm sorry my Beyonce impersonation isn't great because I only work on it uh every couple of days (laughs) do you do a good Beyonce impersonation no no, no, no. Um, I could never emulate such perfection, and I'm not even going to try. Um, I have hair that's similar to hers, but I really, I usually only bust that one out if I'm hanging out with, like, a very, like, super conservative white dude. And, well, like, and you last summer. put on the blonde hair. Yeah, like, when I used to do, like, not sugar babying, but, like, when I would date older guys, I don't know. They, like, really like it when I have my hair like this. Or if it's like like curly like you have it now yes they're really into that for whatever reason they're like it makes you look so free so oh free God. that's a weird word to use for a white man to say to a black woman don't you think oh my goodness <laughs> yeah you look you look so released you look unchained truly with your hair like that the only locks on you yeah <laughs> Oh, no, I just got that. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's terrible, Josh. I thought it was funny, though. (laughs) Like, how could he possibly make that worse? (laughs) Like, what? How could he be less self-aware? One time, I went on a date with this white guy, and we were going to the DC Improv. And we were standing in line, and behind us was another couple, and it was a white guy and an Asian lady. Mm-hmm. The guy behind us comes up to us, doesn't say anything to me, just looks at my date and goes, so I see we're in the same club here, brother. I see that we've got the same thing going on. And my date turns around and goes, oh, yeah, you've got the Asian, I've got the black one, that's cool, and high fives each other. And I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I was like, girl, we need no. No. did you did you did you like exchange numbers with this woman and went okay meet me in the bathroom 15 minutes we're gonna leave together we're gonna get the fuck out of here <laughs> no but we should have i just like was very cold towards him for the rest of the night and he had like no idea why like he could not figure it out how how does he first of all simply simply by virtue of not dating and not being with a white woman like you're not even the same race they couldn't even yeah that's what was killing me i was like you're not in the same club okay because david is in the i love asian women yeah and 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 chad over here is into black ladies it's it they're different types of women and also both of you are terrible yep yep well they both can finance if nothing else thank goodness you you were able to go in and hear better jokes for at least 30 minutes because you were at the DC Improv? Yeah, I think we saw, well, did we? Did I? Who were you there to see? D.L. Hughley, I think. Is that his name? Yeah, D.L. Hughley. I'm sure those 
I'm sure he came up with way better shit than those two white men waiting in line at the D.L. Hewley show. Hewley? Hughley. Oh, no. I don't know. I fell asleep, to be honest with you. Like, I got really drunk and I fell asleep. Oh, no. My date was like, he slept through pretty much the whole thing. It was kind of cute, except I paid $30 each for our tickets. And I was like, you can afford it. You're, you have the money. <laughs> like, was, that's why This I'm is here. one of the older men you were dating? Yeah, he was like nine or ten years older than me. So, like, that would, he was like 33 last year. Yeah. Huh. Speaking of older men creeping on younger women. Perfect segue. Right? Um, the most famous scene in this movie is predicated on an older man creeping on a younger woman. Uh, yes. the movie, The movie, of course, is 1985's Reanimator uh, by Stuart Gordon, um, based on the H.P. Lovecraft uh, story. And we're not going to talk about H.P. Lovecraft because he was racist. He was! What I love about Reanimator as a film is that it's based on what most people consider to be Lovecraft's worst story and the story that like he didn't even like he he would look back on it and say that he hated it and I'm like well serves you right your worst piece of crap was turned into uh one of the most fun horror movies of the 80s in my opinion so fuck you H.P. Lovecraft I love your work never stop writing (laughs) who cares he's dead Better than that cat they tried to bring back to life. That scene sent me. That poor cat. Oh my god, did you just say that poor cat? Your your audio cut out because we were saying the exact same thing at the same time. Yes, I felt so bad at the same time. It was like hilarious. I was concerned that they named a cat Rufus. That's a dog's name. It was the 80s. Or a mole rat's name. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe that's why I'm... Com- I was raised on Kim Possible. If your name is Rufus and you're not... A, a southern redneck or a naked mole rat i don't know why your name is rufus make any sense yeah i like they didn't care for rufus they didn't care for him well rufus well, deserved better. well they like i don't know his whole death was a huge red flag not maybe not as bad of a red flag as a man making a, a racist joke in front of you to another white man in line for a dl hughley show of all things but there were a lot of red flags when Herbert West came to live with the, our main characters that I'm like, y'all should have kicked him out of the house. They yes. should have kicked him out of the house a long time ago. Yeah, they should not have even let him in, you know? Truly, truly the worst roommate. Um, I mean, murdering their pet? <laughs> or he, no, he lied to them. He was able to be like, you know, I didn't actually kill it. It was dead when I found it. And I wasn't going to leave a note. He he was a good manipulator, this guy. Yeah. This Herbert West. Not he got, and he got away with it because he was smart, I guess. I don't know. He was white. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> no, because he was white and he was in a New England institution of higher learning. These these guys get away with tons of shit up there. Up. Uh, probably got more stimulus money than the rest of us. Right? I that think. university... That universe, Miskatonic. Yeah, what the fuck? Who named that? Who? H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, he yeah. stole it. He probably heard a, a river called something similar. And he was like, ah, some brown people named this river Miskatonic. I'm going to name a New England college after it and make billions for I'm my so children. I'm I'm glad that they are taking his work. Uh, he's most well known for like the Cthulhu mythos and all that. Um, they're taking his work and they made it into an HBO series called Lovecraft Country that stars uh, two black people and who are like driving through the Jim Crow South. So they're taking a racist author's work and making it a show about, you know, a group of people he didn't care for very much. Nothing you can do about it because he did. Nothing he can do. Sorry. I think Jordan Peele is producing that, I think. Yeah, right. sure. Uh, why not? He puts his name, he's putting his name behind things that he believes in and things that he wants to get made. And a lot of those things are horror and sci-fi made by people of color. So, yeah. so uh, what makes if, me wonder, oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I was going to ask what about Reanimator made you choose it for today's episode? 
because it's so silly and goofy and the news has been so depressing and sad you just need something kind of stupid to laugh at mm-hmm. and there's nothing better than the scene when a decapitated dude in a girl's titties and there's nothing like i it's headless. <laughs> i just i can't even <laughs> the head giving head it's famous it's legendary it's it is it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It looks like Linda Evangelista. Um, <laughs> is that, I mean, when did you first see Reanimator? Recently? Or have you liked this movie for a long time? I've liked it for a while. I want to say I saw it about like three or four years ago, I think. It was on Netflix randomly. And I was like, this shit looks weird. And so I watched it and I was like, this shit is weird. <laughs> It is so weird. I love it. It's Yeah, it's so good. And then when I had a living boyfriend, I forced him to watch it with me and he was like, Why are you (laughs) Why are you watching things like this, Alani? And I was like, I think it's great. There's a headless dude licking titties. You could lick titties like that, maybe. Right? Like you know. Although, like, the scene when they were, like, trying to bring the people back to life, that could have been executed better, but. All those times that they, well, you know, science doesn't make advances without a few failures, right? That would explain my dating life. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta gotta, gotta break a few eggs to make that omelet, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. You gotta crack a few skulls open to find that reagent, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. You got to go to a few bad dates at the DC Improv before God. you find a good sugar daddy, you know? Now everything's shut down. Like, how rich would he have had to be for that joke to have been? I'll oh, forgive him for that one. He gets one. Like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> like, one trillion dollars per racist joke, please. Thank you. Yeah. And I've walked past Jeff Bezos' house before here in DC. He lives here? He has a house in D.C., yeah. Oh, he probably has, a, well, I mean, every house is his house now, with, you know. He's in all of our houses. Uh, I hate him. God, he scares me. Anyway, uh, he I'm like, scares he scares me, and I have, I have his products in my house, and they make my life so much easier. <laughs> uh, I don't got to turn on my lights anymore out Jeff I don't know how I would be able to watch reanimator that's true it's available only on Amazon Prime and that's actually who's paying for this podcast surprise (sighs) Um, wait you get paid (laughs) I could pay for nothing um let's see what is reanimator about um i usually get asked to give more plot because honestly i get into too many side stories and bits and i should tell some plot this guy goes to a medical school and thinks he Mm -hmm. can bring people back to life that's pretty much it right basically well i mean it doesn't initially start out that way it's this guy the medical student he's got this cute girlfriend Mm -hmm. and then we have that dean's daughter fucking the dean's daughter is bravery Truly. I don't know if it paid off for anybody. Being the dean's daughter and fucking a student, braver. But he was cute, so. Cute. I'd probably sit on his face. I would sit on his face, too, probably. I'd be like, what's this called? Spell perineum! You know? Because he's a medical professional. He knows how to spell that shit. He doesn't have to smell it. Jesus Christ, Joshua. Like, God, Joshua. I said smell by accident. I meant spell. I can't talk. I talk online now, like we all do. I don't. I don't know how to use the English language. What is what? What are words? Uh, but yeah, that's the general premise. And then you've got the weirdo who comes in. Comes in and he's killing people's cats and he's, you know, yeah, he's murdering. He's murdering pussy, you know, and not in a good way. No. In the bad way. In the Jeffrey Dahmer way. <laughs> yes. Except minus the eating. Yeah, he's not eating any of his. He's just trying to bring dead tissue back to life. He's basically, he's basically Frankenstein. This was written 
even in its original form in the Lovecraft story of the 20s as a spoof as a as, a as like a as a joke on on Mary Shelley's Frankenstein so that the parallels between those two stories Herbert West reanimator this movie and Frankenstein and all of its adaptations like there are even specific references to the book like like you know how in a movie they'll put in a like in the Ghostbusters movie they're like remember this remember this from the first movie remember (laughs) remember this I feel like Lovecraft would do that and he'd be like remember this from that dumb bitch Mary Shelley's book and people would be like "Mm, she's gonna be more successful than you yep and she was (laughs) anyway yeah you invented an octopus man go figure be less racist honestly try harder I think a lot of that pomposity is reflected in his main character because his main character is basically Herbert West reanimator and he comes into this medical school going I know better than this teacher which is kind of arrogant very arrogant very um typical of you know these students to be like I'm gonna learn more I'm gonna outdo my my professors I'm gonna outdo my teachers it's like why do you feel the need to do that like they know more than you for a reason. <laughs> they are teaching. You learn from them. Um, the, 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 the sad thing is, or the unfortunate thing is he's right. <laughs> he does yeah. know more than his teacher. And not only that, but the guy that he hates turns out to be a pretty bad dude himself. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when they're pitted, when they're pitted against each other at first, you know, this other dude is so evil and so tall and his face is so long. This guy has the longest face I've ever seen on a man that you just hate him. Like a horse buddy. Yeah, and that actor is great. He does a great job playing that. Who is that you actor? hate him so much. I think uh, his name was David Gale, um, a British actor known, you know, for other... Oh, shit, what else was he in? He's unfortunately no longer with us, but... The breakout star was Jeffrey Combs, who played Herbert West. Mm. And he was like this, and he comes into this medical school and he's this genius, but he's also an asshole, but people forgive him for being a genius. And that's very telling. Very. Uh, what do you like about this movie? Um, just how quirky it is and like just how ridiculous and stupid and outrageous it is and like you can show it to somebody who's never seen it before and they're definitely gonna like ask you if you're in therapy after <laughs> watching it with you and you're like okay. no but i i talk about it to my therapist all the time and they're like you've seen uh, it too they've had to watch it because it's the only thing i'll talk about because <laughs> it's so good and they're like it wasn't that good alani and i'm like but it was so i mean the by the time this movie came out, so many other classics had already been made. Halloween and Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, these classics had already been made. And I, yeah. think, I think Stuart Gordon just wanted to have fun. And that yeah. sense of play, that sense of having not taking yourself too seriously permeates this movie to its, to its credit, of course. Yes. There are some great jokes, like... Like when he when he wrote when he said, What was I gonna do? Say write a note saying cat dead details later. <laughs> he had a point. Yeah. If you really can like- if you can, you know, charm the room with a joke, you can also manipulate the shit out of people, unfortunately. Did he? It was already dead when I found it. Like that what kind of excuse is that? Who looks at a dead animal and is like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna zap Spot back to life. That's what I'm gonna do. Like let Spot or Rufus in this case. Rufus. Rufus well, he put Peter. him in the he put him in the mini fridge. Why you gotta put a cat in a mini fridge? Like, it doesn't I, make I any guess sense. there's a certain amount. I guess there's a certain amount of detached coldness that that people expect from going into medicine because unfortunately, when you go into that field, you have to deal with a lot of death. You have to deal with it very clinically and very coldly. But but when your roommate's cold. fucking cat dies, dude. There's too much. There's being detached, and then there's being le- a legitimate red flag factory of a human, which he is. Yeah, he definitely, had he not been stopped, would have gone on to like kill and try to reanimate everybody in his path. 
truly. I mean, you you give them you give them a little bit of success, and they and they think that that success means that the attitude is what got them there rather than the hard work. So they adopt both the attitude and the work ethic, but eventually the attitude becomes so inflated and so ballooned that it's just, I mean, we've all met people like that, right? Yes. Yes, I Anybody come to mind? Um, a couple of people that I've dated, a couple of people that I've worked with, plenty of people in the entertainment like, industry. I know better than you. Yeah, like any male comment for the most part before they see my set, they're always like, "This is what you want to do to land a joke." Ugh. Oh wow, they give you advice. Stage. Oh yeah, my favorite thing ever is like when I get off stage and a guy will come up to me and be like, "So like your set was like it was pretty okay, but I took some notes for you that that could help your jokes like land better, you, you know?" Get, how and often they, do people give you notes, like written notes? Written notes only once, but oh, verbal, okay, thank God. too many to count. And then one time this guy, like, criticized my entire set and then was like, you're pretty cute, though. Can I give you my number? And I was like, mm. no, you can't. Won't fit in my phone. Would you give him your number if he had complimented your set? Who's to say? I mean, <laughs> I mean, what made him think that, ooh, I better, I better, like, give her constructive criticism before I ask her out because the compliment is me asking her out because obviously I'm such a catch, right? He was wearing pink shorts. I remember this. Um, and he told you not to wear shorts? Or no, that was someone else. That was someone else. I'm just saying he was wearing pink salmon-colored salmon shorts. I am oh, always got, astounded when... What? I was about to say, he got in the way of me asking out the guy that I had my eye on Ooh. and I was trying to get his number and then this guy just like came in like that and ruined it and I was like oh so he was a cock blocking comic with notes on how to make your set better and also wanted to ask you out what a douche also the arrogance of any straight comic to criticize what anyone wears they literally always wear the same button down and shorts combo i know oh no well Unless, sometimes they wear a baseball cap too the only like comic that like stands out in my mind as far as like fashion wise for dudes is this one and he has like really really long long hair like just super long and he always wears like his hair in a man bun or with like he has like a cool little tropical print shirt who is this i want to say his name <laughs> but he's a comic right should i look him up uh okay well you can look him up but he doesn't really like post anything oh okay his name is like reed kelly um and he used to do a lot of comedy in the dmv reed kelly uh, got it reed kelly the stylish comic i wouldn't say stylish i would just just say different mm, not like all different. the other straight dudes yeah there you go <laughs> He's got all that hair. It's so much. Speaking of straight dudes, are there any in this movie? And my answer to that is no. I would say everybody is like on the spectrum. I think so too. What was what gave it away for you? Well, it was kind of how all these dudes were obsessed with each other and how yeah. Yes, Barbara Crampton's character was there, the Dean's daughter, but really the whole movie was just a dick swinging contest between these four white dudes until one of them finally was like, wait, maybe I care about other things. <laughs> like, yeah, like, maybe like my fiance. Yeah, like what the fuck was that? Because there are these two medical students and then there are the two professors, one of whom is the dean who, you know, doesn't end up very well for him. But it's because his emotions, his like hubris kind of gets in the way of everything too. Ugh. They're all Wait. ridiculous. Damn it, I was talking about a straight guy and I wanted to bring up, oh, how I think that that obsession, that the obsession that the main characters have with each other, um, mm -hmm. the, the two young doctors, 
is, or at least in the twenties when it was written originally, could be coded as this like kind of intense intimacy that had no other had no other name. And then today we read it and they're like, oh, they're in love with each other. They should just kind of you know basically you know. they should hook up. Yeah, they should they should hook up. They should bang it out. See what happens. Maybe they'll come up with some new ideas. You know, after they bang it out. <laughs> they didn't do that though. Dumbass. Nope, nope. They they murdered pets and stole dead bodies instead. Straight what men. a hobby. Straight men are not okay. They've never been okay. They've never been okay. They've never. <laughs> is that why? Is that one of the reasons you like this movie? Because it is definitive proof that straight men will do everything they can to not be okay. Yeah, to not be okay and not find the clit or like titties correctly. <laughs> Like, do you think do you think that that guy's severed head when he goes down on her would even have bothered finding her clit or do you think that even though he was just a severed head it was still all about his pleasure it was definitely still all about his pleasure because like he was like moaning when he was just licking the nipples yeah like, he was all like you can feel that i was like well it's pretty obviously a sexual assault even though Yes, it he's, is. He's only he's only one appendage, but that's you only need one to do terrible, terrible things to another human being. And I think as funny as it is, it's also such a disturbing scene. Because it is. there had been plenty of scenes of sexual assault and there had been plenty of scenes of gore, but there had never been quite such an amalgam of the two in such a in-your-face way. In fact, they had to cut quite a bit of, you see in the, in the, in the most common 86-minute version of this movie, the head, his head bends down and he's like, ah, I'm gonna munch on your pussy. And then the head like kind of tilts downwards. He doesn't say, I'm gonna munch on your pussy. And he says, he says something like, more passion or something really creepy. And then it cuts away. They had to like cut three seconds of him going down on her. And I'm like, really? You didn't have to cut any of the decapitations or the limbs flying around. But God forbid a woman gets her, her vagina probed by a severed head. Oh. Call the police. So this, obviously that scene sticks out to you. Is there any particular reason? Um, it's most graphic. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He probably wouldn't have known what he was doing down there. I mean, straight men are famously bad at eating pussy, so. Mm, well, Granted. they're getting better at it. Yeah. I taught my last one how to do it, and then when we were together, he would do it like it was his job. Ooh, and good. He did a good job. Yeah, so they can be taught. It just takes, like, a year. Why? Why? Why is it, like... Do straight men just not bring it up? Is it something that straight women don't want to bring up? If you're, is it just, uh, is it, is it like DJ Khaled said, are the rules just different for girls? I don't know. I mean, I always say something like afterwards, if it's not great, I'm like, that was embarrassing. <gasps> you should do better. Yeah. I did a set about a guy who was like really bad in bed and like oh. he was in the audience when he heard it. And so like he knew. He knew you were talking about well, shit. Ooh. Or was, or did it go like completely over his head? He's like, ha, couldn't be me. No, he knew because oh, like, shit. what happened was we hooked up and it was like, not great. And I think he knew because he turned over and he looked at me and he was like, I'm really sorry about that. And I was he like, apologized before you said anything. Yeah. And I was like, me too. Uh, I'm sorry for you. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, "Did you at least? Did you come?" And I was like, "To the wrong apartment." But <laughs> <laughs> no, it happens to the best of us. Just Love don't it. do that again. It was so so bad. It was like, <sighs> I think it was a little bit. We had been drinking. You should have sent him flowers. <laughs> I should have sent him flowers. Lilies, lilies, been like, uh, yeah. This is I'm sending. I had to. I had to throw a funeral. My I libido died things. for a week after that. <laughs> no, knowing me, I probably just like was like, all right, on to the next one. I had to schedule a Reiki session specifically for my clit. Like the Reiki. <laughs> Do they even have Reiki for clit? I had to I had to go on a full juice cleanse. Reiki for down there. Ever. 
never getting over that. How did you get over this terrible, terrible experience? Well, besides stand-up, of course. Very um, cleansing. Basically, I just bullied him into doing better next time. And So you, like, taught him. You were like, here's, here's something that you could try. Yeah, I was like, women don't techniques. like it. Only last, like, five minutes. Oh, and he made, like, a big deal about wearing a condom, which is totally fine. Like, the way he did it, he was like, like, he's doing you a favor? Yeah, he was like, oh, well, I'm going to wear a condom because I want us to be safe or whatever. And I was like, okay, good for you. And then when it was all said and done and he double-checked, the condom had expired a year and a half ago. (laughs) I shit you not. And he was like, oh, sorry, it's just been a while. And I was like, clearly... That's, that's happened to every man, straight, gay. Like, men are so dumb. The the first thing you're supposed to do is to check the expiration. Straight, gay and straight men alike will drink milk without checking a date first. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I was so, I was sitting there and I was like, you know, I could be at home right now watching something interesting. But instead, I'm sitting here getting lectured by a cis straight man of the about, you know, how we need to be safe during sex, which I already know. And then he uses an expired condom. I just... He, like, opens it. The the condom is powder, and he just rubs it on his dick. (laughs) He's like, it's one of those new new powdered condoms. Jesus Christ. I would have left. Although, I think it's usually, like, really late when these things happen. It was, like, 2 in the morning, so I probably couldn't leave. He lives in D.C. and, like, I live in Silver Spring. He's so, trying like, when to get I'm, Uber that late. <laughs> right? Like, when I'm over there, I'm stuck. Like. So is that God. the worst, is that the worst guy to ever go down on you? No, no. Um, so one time I met this dude on Tinder, and he was this Russian guy, and his name Ooh. is going to be Kurt for the sake of privacy reasons. Um, Kurt the Russian the Russians. <laughs> uh, he looked a lot like my first boyfriend, which is like what kind of made me attracted to him. I know that's sick and sad, but like that was the truth. He had like, you know, really nice hair. And it's better like, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was just like my type. So I was like, okay, well, I'll yeah. a chance or whatever. But like I started getting red flags on the third date when we were like hanging out at his house. And, like, we were talking, and everything was going well, and then he was, like, trying to put the moves on me, and I was, like, no, 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 no. Because, like, something deep down inside told me that he had, like, small dick energy, Mm. and I just was, like, I don't even want to fool with that. I don't want to confirm that. I just had this feeling. Um, But, you know, we get around around to, like, the fifth date. We're at his house again, you know. He's trying to put the moves on me again, and I've already, like, I've already denied him like three or four times, right? So I was like, well, maybe tonight would be different. Um, maybe I should give him a chance. I mean, fifth date sounds, yeah. Is it, are you normally like, I'll wait until I like really have that connection before I have sex with somebody? Or are you like, if I have a connection, I'll, I'll have sex on the first date? It, yeah, I'm kind of both. Like if I'm gotcha. feeling hesitant about somebody, I'm like, well, maybe give them another yeah, chance. Give them a chance. Because you don't really know somebody just based on the first couple of dates, you know? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But I won't lie. There have been times on the first date where I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm sitting yeah. on your face later on. Uh, but with this guy, I was <laughs> like, just going to wait it out. We're going to wait it out, you know? Okay. Yeah. But finally. Make sure he's not sending any emails to Hillary Clinton, you know? Yeah. Did you know that Russia has their own secret Facebook? Like, it's not even called Facebook in Russia. It's like There's a Russian Facebook? <laughs> russian facebook they have their own like social media platform weird like they don't have a twitter they have like a beeper or something it's weird they have Um, russian bird (laughs) it is called condor (laughs) instead of (laughs) instead of tweet we squawk we get fewer characters because life harder here Oh my god, his Only family one. did suffer when he was growing up. That's so sad. Is that uh, an excuse for how bad he was at sex? I honestly, like, he's a sciencey type. I don't think he gets a lot of attention from Ooh, women. Oh, a Russian scientist. Um, yeah, like, he does computer science. A cosmonaut, finally, basically. Yeah, I gave him a chance. 
Okay. It was a bad decision. He did not know what he was doing. Like, he, like, kept looking up every few seconds. He was like, is this okay? And I was like, no, you should probably go to the left. And so, like, he would go to the right. Oh, no. Like, is this okay? And I was like, no, you should probably go to the right. So he'd go to the left. And, like, he, he doesn't was, know directions. He was not getting it at all. And so finally, I was just like, you know what? We'll just, we'll just skip that. And then the sex was bad, too. Um, did that. Did he apologize? Was he like, um, it's normally not like this in home country? <laughs> no, he was just kind of like, well, how was it for you? And I was like, not great. And he was like, yeah, I could kind of tell. Oh. So, well, was, was his like, small dick energy because he was bad at sex or because he actually had a small dick? It was because he had a small dick. Oh, that's It was like maybe four inches. Well, small dick guys got to learn to use their tongue. They know this. He does not know that, which is unfortunate. We all um, watched season eight of Game of Thrones. That guy with no dick, he used his tongue. We all, wa- we all saw it. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, we all heard about it on Twitter the next day or Condor or whatever he was. But yeah, he was like looking for the clit the way that I look for literally anything in the morning, which is desperately and frantically because I'm already trying to get to work on time and I'm running late. His tongue was like, like it felt like a cat's tongue and he kept doing this. Ah, he was like, that's so dry. Don't look like a cat. What is that? It was so bad. He was like, is this it? No, no, no. <laughs> I wanted to die. And then when I told him that he jackhammered too much, he was like, oh, oh yeah, last girlfriend told me that too. But I just get but so But I excited. refuse to learn from any of my mistakes. Yeah. He was like, I just get so excited. I can't help myself. And I was like, this is for why someone who's adult. For someone who's starving in, back in Russia, you certainly don't eat pussy like you are. <laughs> <laughs> you have my sympathies. It was awful. So yeah, oh, that was Oh, I'm so sorry. Worse. I was fine. I got with someone hotter later. So it all at worked. least you found some men who are at least willing to take direction and and who are hopefully learning from the shit that their exes are telling them too. Like how many, was, how many exes have to tell you you jackhammer too much before you learn something? I don't know. But like immediately afterwards, when I left the house, he texted me that he loved me. And I was like, oh no, that thing's off after that. Oh no. Oh no, no, no. Like trying to get us a, a, an apartment together and he was going to buy me a kitten. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's a big Russian red flag. Uh, wait, That's is the red flag. Of, oh shit. It's all red flags over there. That must be why. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to generalize about Russians because Terrible. I have so many listeners who are Russian, probably, I hope. Um, <laughs> And I just want to tell them that I know it's cold and I know they're hungry, but Damn, <laughs> it, Josh. it gets better. I don't know. I don't know if I have any Russian listeners. Won't after this. <laughs> no, I won't because, you know, they're like, this This podcast make me think that all Russians bad at eating pussy and this is not true. My Russian wife never tell me I'm bad eating pussy. Of course, it is because she is bare and she cannot speak English, but it is, she never says I am bad at eating pussy. Um, did I just imply that Russians fuck bears? Oops, that's bad. That's I'm bad going to me. have nightmares later. My family is from Russia. Okay, we had to we had to leave Russia on foot because no, of didn't. because of the whole Jewish thing, you know. What? Well, not not me personally, but my great great grandparents did for sure. For sure, they, they didn't left even on foot. Yeah, they had to. The the Russian. The Russian people were chasing down all the Jews. They had to leave. <laughs> yeah. This got dark. Yeah. <laughs> they had to get out. Maybe that's where all my, maybe that where that's all my deep-seated hatred for Russian men comes from. Um, it's not because like any them? of, it's not because any of them, no, I have no, I have no feelings on Russian men. <laughs> None of them have eaten my pussy awkwardly. So why should I, why should I feel any sort of way about them? So you've never been with a Russian guy before? Um, no, no, no. I've seen plenty of Russian men fuck because that's where they make all the gay porn now is in, is in all those countries that used to belong to Russia. What? For real? 
Oh yeah, they like make tons of gay porn in like Czechoslovakia and Serbia and shit. <laughs> Why did I even ask? You should check it out. It's quite interesting. They like moan a different way than 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 Americans do. They're like oh and you're like, is that are they is that are they doing that on purpose? Do they think we lo- do they think that's what we like? I don't I I'm truly, I'm truly astounded by the vowels that they use during sex. Are they happy? They look pretty happy. Therapy. No, they look pretty happy, you know, when, you you, because, you know, they're coming all over the place, you know, who wouldn't be? Um, on that note. (laughs) The girl who was getting her head, her pussy now by a decapitated head wasn't coming, that's for sure. That is absolutely for sure. I guess it doesn't matter if you're a Russian head or an American head if you're not attached to your body. It's not gonna be that it's great. It's not gonna be that great. You need hand no coordination dick. for that shit. I'm out. Oh boy. Is there anything else about this movie that we should discuss? That we should gag on? Um, the Dean's daughter was kind of cute. She was. I love a performance by Barbara Crampton. She's horror royalty. She's been in that she's been in Chopping Mall. She was in this. She was in a movie recently called Your Next. Um, which is really, really good. It's about a, a rich family that gets murdered one by one in a house in the woods. I saw that. That's on my to-watch list on Hulu. It's great. She's great. <sighs> and, uh, yeah, I think she deserved better. She did. They always do. Yeah, the women in these horror movies honestly deserve way, way better. I'm glad they're making movies like Revenge where it's told from the woman's point of view and the story is her story instead of the men man. swinging their dicks around trying to get the next Nobel Prize. Yeah, I want to do a horror movie, but it would be about two brothers and one of the brothers kills the, kills the youngest brother because he thinks that if he gets rid of his youngest brother, then he'll get more inheritance money when their parents die. Cool. So the parents die, right? He gets the inheritance money. But his brother comes back to life, but he comes back to life as a super hot woman that the older brother falls for. And then eventually, as the movie goes on, he slowly figures out that it's his dead brother. And then on the night that they're supposed to, like, consummate their relationship or whatever. Wait, they fall in love? Yeah, well, like, okay, so the brother comes back to life as this hot woman. He tricks Uh his oldest brother into falling for him. Oh, it's a ruse. Yes, he tricks the older brother into falling for him. And then, like, the night that they, they finally hook up, he finally gets this hot woman to like come to his house the it's the younger brother and like her voice changes and stuff oh. and shit gets really scary and then she oh, that's weird. murders him she yeah. murders she straight up kills him yeah and then that's the hot woman turns back into the younger brother and he like dusts himself off and walks out of the house and no one ever figures out who kills this guy <gasps> that's, that's a great that's a great through line i mean it it starts out like kind of kooky and back to the future like <laughs> This guy wants to fuck his mom and then she kills him but it's his little brother oh and that, yeah and he's a little little scamp he just wants the money oh he's and now he, he's he just wants the money and then go stab you Ugh. it's like a cain and abel situation but like with some sci-fi elements and more yeah better. it's straight up biblical but it's a it's a biblical story told in a different way and that's what people like they like recognizable stories told in new ways and that's one of the things that this movie is reanimator and it's one of the things that i hope the new tv series lovecraft country is going to be like i can't wait to to watch it when does that come out oh gosh i don't know when does anything come out now (laughs) it's gonna eventually appear on our tv screens i think we just have to constantly have our televisions on and eventually the algorithm will figure it out because jeff bezos is always listening right jeff of course he is of course he is where can people find you online? Where can people see your comedy and your funny tweets and stuff? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Alani Kitten. And you can find my Instagram where I mostly post irreverent TikToks on my stories at Electric Rose Kitten. Um, I do have a podcast of my own. We're What's not putting out any new episodes right now, but it's called Your Exes Here. And we interview our exes, or we did, uh, throughout the pandemic. And so you can catch um, what we filmed on spotify or youtube at your ex is here your ex is uh your ex is here forwards yeah 
There you go. Um, and spell Alani real quick. I'll have it written down in the show notes, but it's E-L-A-N-I, kitten? Yes. Mm-hmm. Alani kitten. Thank you so much, Alani yeah. Cooper. I, having me. I loved having you on. You're a delight. Thank you. So are you, Josh. Alrighty. Until next time, my gay anxious gremlins. Goodbye. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You can also find me at Joshua Simon Says uh, on Twitter and on Facebook. And you can also go to my Patreon, www.patreon.com slash gagpod. That's www.patreon.com slash gagpod. G-A-G-P-O-D gagpod. Okay, I remembered all the plug stuff. Now I can say, do you want to help me say goodbye, Alani? I do.